Hey, today's guest started his million-dollar clothing business out of his bedroom. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those stories. Oh, and you know what he called it? FKN Gymwear. Yeah, FKN. I do love a naughty name. Oh, and he's successfully using Snapchat to get the word out. <laughs> Snap what? Yeah, I said, welcome to a small business marketing show. A successful small business owners share their souls. To take your marketing straight to the lead. Now, here's your host, Mr. Timbo Reed. And welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I'm your host, Timbo Reed. You much more importantly, significantly more importantly, are a motivated business owner ready to crank out some great marketing. That's what we do around here 24-7. If you are new to the show, a big, warm, small business, big marketing welcome. You'll wonder what's going on, but you'll settle in very, very quickly because you are surrounded by some very good people. If you are not so new to the show, welcome. Thank you. Hugs and kisses. Hey, uh, big show today. Big compact show today. I'm off to Fiji in the morning for 21 hours. Yeah, 21. Not 24, 21. In and out. So I thought I'd get this episode uh, up before I headed off because it's going to be a busy couple of days. Airport, travel, you know, all that stuff. But it is a big show. We are joined by Ben London, who is the founder of, of FKN Gymwear. Do you love that name? It's naughty, isn't it? Uh, he's got some great stuff he's going to share with us around naming, how he's built a million-dollar business out of his bedroom. He is out of his bedroom now, though, uh, and using Snapchat very cleverly. Haven't had the Snapchat chat before. Plus, I've got a motivational quote about the need for businesses to lighten up. Hey, the need for businesses to put a smile on their dial and not take things so seriously. So uh, today's show brought to you, by the way, by the very good folk at Net Registry who get your online marketing sorted. Anything, website, domain name, hosting, pay per click, and they have some exclusive listener packages over at netregistry.com.au forward slash Timbo, including a $79 a month do-it-for-me website package. Nice. And we are also brought to you by the very good folk at 99designs, the world's largest graphic design marketplace where designers from all over the world compete to give you a design of anything and you will love it within seven days guaranteed. You can grab your free $99 upgrade over at 99designs.com forward slash Timbo. If you haven't done that yet, go and have a look. It's a very, very compelling design offer. Hey, as per usual, there is marketing G-O-L-D dripping from the ceiling over here at Small Business Big Marketing's HQ. So let's get stuck right in. Join the Small Business Big Marketing community and have your marketing questions answered by other motivated business owners, including Timbo, over at crankmymarketing.com. Righto, as I said, compact show straight into today's guest, who was brought to my attention by longtime listener, Scott Lyons. He sends me an email. He says, Timbo, firstly, I love your show. I'm actually writing with a couple of suggestions that I'm personally that I've personally found extremely interesting. One of them is Ben London. And Scott says that uh, Ben's got this brand called FKN Gymwear that he started three years ago. He's a fantastic fellow who started out of his two-bedroom apartment, 
Primarily, it is an e-commerce business, but he's gaining traction with retailers as well. As you can tell by the name, he says uh, he's not he's not targeting people that would normally buy Lorna Jane or Nike. No, certainly not. FKN is at the other end of the spectrum, says Scott. Uh, in the last 15 months, he's had huge growth and is constantly bombarded, Scott says. I think Scott knows him. Uh, with requests to be included in marketing shoots, you should see some of the marketing Pictures of Bernie's using in his marketing shoots. Oh, goodness me. Verging on soft pornography, some would say. Uh, so this is a very interesting interview. I approached Ben and he sent me a nice little bio of which I'd like to share a couple of points from it. Uh, he says five years ago he won a bet with himself and threw away his top-tier sales career with the fitness industry to single-handedly solve the fluoro gym wear epidemic. I asked him about that. He says he's the perfect example of a guy who knew his industry's opportunities better than anyone and with absolutely no experience. I love this. In design took one T-shirt concept he came up with and turned it into a high-end multi-million dollar gym wear brand. So isn't that great? I started off by asking Ben, what's the most unusual job he's ever had? Unusual job? I, geez, I had quite a few. I um, actually had a job once where my, my job was to move seeds from one giant bin into another giant bin after they'd been in one bin for two days. <laughs> I think someone was taking the piss. Is that a real, is that a real That's job? That's a real job. That's a real job. They, uh, <laughs> they have these, these uh, land rovers or something with these big things on the front. They drive through paddies, collect all the grass seeds. Oh, I love it. Come back wet. They go into one drum. Then my job was the guy who put them into the next drum once they dried out. Well, so they you, put in more wet seeds. You've, you've come a long way. So here's the thing. Five years ago, you won a bet with yourself, you say, and threw in a top sales job in the fitness industry to single-handedly solve the fluoro gym wear epidemic. First of all, what was the bet? The bet? Um, I guess that I couldn't do it, I suppose. Right. I mean, it was tough, you know, a, lo- a long time ago. I, I'd actually had a few other businesses and stuff, but that was all pre-social media. Yep. Uh, all my businesses were old school, so it was – there were message boards and, and forums and stuff, but back then, you know, you couldn't – there was no Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all these things, so it was Mate, pretty old how, school. how old are you? 68? No, 42. Righto. 42. Oh, well. You're not a spring chicken. No, well, I've been in the industry since 97 full-time yeah. and, it's, and it's been paying my rent ever since. So. Okay, so you had a bet with yourself. You, you saw a problem. You, you're, a, you're a gym guy and you thought, man, some of this gym wear, the fluoro stuff, it's a bit on the nose. You wanted to change that. Is that how FKN started? I didn't necessarily want to change it. I just didn't want to wear it. My right. thing was I just made my own clothes. I made clothes for myself and it turned out that other people liked them. Interesting. And they wanted to buy them. So okay. So what did you make first and what was the point at which you've gone, oh, hang on, there could be a business in this? Well, I made one shirt. I was sitting at my desk in my my awesome job with one of Australia's top, you know, fitness suppliers and – I just wanted a T-shirt. We're heading off to Firelex, I think it was called at the time, which was the, the it's the Sydney Fitness Expo. It's, mm-hmm. At the time, it was the biggest fitness thing in Australia, and I wanted some shirts to wear there for training and stuff. And I don't know where, but it's just the FKN lift just popped into my head, which you know means mm-hmm. fucking lift. Mm-hmm. And 
and that was just my mentality. That's my mentality to training. There's all these people always have excuses and this and that, and I'm just like, just lift. You know, there's mm-hmm. no secrets already. So I thought I'll, I'll just play with that. So I played around with some artwork just on PowerPoint, I think, and, and came up with that design, took it to the mall, got a guy, I bought a shirt from Kmart or something and just got it put on there with a heat thing. And uh, and that was that shirt. And then we went to to Filex and I was wearing it and we'd actually brought out or the company brought out some of the top guys in the industry, one of which was Dorian Yates, who was a six-time Mr. Olympia bodybuilder, you know, massive guy, hardcore dude, black and white, grit, sweat, everything, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Saw my shirt, said he loved it and to send him one. So I kind of thought, well, if he likes it, I must be onto something and uh, and that's kind of how the idea got in my head that, you know. So did you send him one? No. No, he never gave me his address. Oh. <laughs> I've said it to many other people. Well, I find it really interesting because you were in a job that you you loved, or at least you weren't. I was, dis- a social, I was a social media manager for a company, yeah. Right. So you're having a good time. You weren't going, geez, life's pretty crook. I wish I had my own business. But you've gone and done something, created this logo on PowerPoint. Nice work there, by the way. Yeah, uh, thanks. High-end design. Yes. Um, and... You've actually listened to what someone has said and gone, you know what, stuff this. I'm going to have a crack out on my own. Mm, well, I'd been self-employed before. I'd actually I'd owned uh, gyms. I had uh, a promotions company where I actually brought athletes out to Australia and we did tours around a small promotion marketing company and those sorts of things. And it's funny, while I had my gym is when I was doing those promotions and I managed to get a bunch of suppliers and stuff in that time and it was and, and uh, sponsors, sorry, for my events and made a lot of contacts because of that. And just um, I sold my gym and I was like, what am I going to do now? And, and that's sort of how that I went from not being self-employed anymore. At the time, I was like, I'm never going to work for anyone again. This is yeah. great. I was happy cleaning toilets. It didn't matter. I was working for myself. It was great. But then we got rid of that and um, – yeah, so I, I had some contacts and, and, and went in that way. Right. So I had actually been in business myself before and, and loved it. And I'm a creative person. And as working as a social media manager, my job was, you know, editing things, coming up with um, competitions Having and fun. all the creative stuff. It was awesome. Everyone was jealous of my job. Don't worry about that. So, so at what point did you make the jump from going, oh, well, I've got, I've got a T-shirt. It's pretty cool. The big boy, the big bloke likes it with all the muscles. Yeah. Um, where, where was that moment? where you've gone, okay, I'm off, this is a business? Yeah, well, I, I just printed up 100 and um, I actually, again, using pretty basic skills because I'd actually been blogging for a while. I came across blogs through a girlfriend I had at the time. She was blogging about stuff and I thought, this is fantastic because at the time also I'd been writing for a lot of magazines just on competition reviews mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So I'd always been writing. I loved writing and uh, I was on forums. I, I was moderating a few of the top forums and I just loved writing. So I came across blogs. thought, this is fantastic. Started a blogger blog and just was doing all that. That's when it sort of occurred to me. But it was funny because I was going to make my fortune blogging at the time. Everyone's going to become, you know, millionaire yeah. blogging back yeah. in the day. It's funny, actually. Back then they were saying there's no more things to blog about. Now blogs are still killing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and so I made this sketchy blogger shopping cart thing, just linked it to PayPal and just banged on a bunch of things, took some photos of some friends. Being in the industry, I had a lot of friends I could take pictures of and, and I'd say, you know, what have I got to lose? It was a 1000 bucks to print 100 T-shirts, you know, so it was no big deal. So that, that, was your, that was your kind of first channel to market, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I, and just around my gym where I trained and, 
Yeah, just they, they sort of, yeah, people just responded. They liked it again because there was nothing else like that at the time. You know, going back five years ago, people were still wearing stripy pants and bum bags. and Oh, the bum bag. The bum bag. It still pops up. What was that about? Particularly on a bloke. It just doesn't cut it. That's why you got to keep all your things, Tim. Come on. You know? you're, you're, Come on. You don't need things. I'd love to actually just grab some guy and say, what's in there, bro? <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's sit down, champ. Let's sit down. Let's unpack the bum bag yeah. and just see, you know, let's be really brutal. Like, do you need that? Do you, do you need the lip balm right now? I don't know. It's yeah. windy out. It's you know, chap lips. It's not <laughs> yeah, hot. Correct. So we're not going to see any FKN bum bag uh, no. anytime soon. So, so righto. So you've now got an online store. You uh, hundred t-shirts. You, you got a whole lot of a whole lot of product uh, with some very attractive women and men, um, Ben, uh, as models. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done on that. I'll put one Thanks. in the show notes just for people to see the branding. Of course, um, you're selling. Are you wholesaling to retailers? Not at this stage, but I was starting to get inquiries. So you right now you're 100% online. Uh, and, and just out of the boot of my car to friends and stuff, yeah. Wrap some numbers around where you're at. As in how many I'm selling and stuff? Oh, or? yeah, revenue, staff, whatever. Priced them at $50 a piece off yep. the bat, only because I didn't really have a benchmark and I didn't really – it's funny, I was even thinking at that time, I don't want a volume business. I don't want to be knocking these things out for five bucks then have, you know, to keep a ton of stock and mm. start employing people and all this sort of stuff. Although I saw them for 50 bucks. If someone wants them, that's great. It's no sweat for me. Mm. And, um, yes, yeah, so I just came straight out the gate at that price and then I haven't answered your question. No, you haven't. <laughs> Sorry, ask again. <laughs> I go on tangents. I get excited. <laughs> now, the question was, wrap some numbers around where FKN Gymwear is right now, five years down the track. Um, well, last year we did... Well, we've actually just sold our 100,000th garment. Nice. Which was, yeah, last month, which is pretty cool. Uh, Do you have a plan or are you just winging it? I have a plan now. I used to wing it. When did the plan come into place? The plan came into place when I've sort of, now I have 90 retail stores, um, you know, stocking my product. I have, you know. The, oh, I thought you said you weren't wholesaling. Well, that's when I went. To, sorry, back then I was getting. Yeah, right. That's That was the original question. Yeah, back then I um. I just started getting inquiries and I didn't have a, a brand, so to speak. It was just that T-shirt that said FK and Lift on it. I hadn't yep. come up with FK and Gymwear at this stage or anything like that. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, no, no, that's fine. I don't want to do that. I had a great paying job. I wasn't doing it for the money. I never got into this for yeah, the money. Yeah, right. Which is, I think, very important and something most people should remember who are in business. Well, I hear that a lot and mm. I respect it. It's hard if you haven't got any. Which some business owners don't. I mean, there's people, yeah. in, there's people listening right now who would love to start a business, but they've got a passion, they have a love for something, they've got no money to do it. So what, what are you saying there? I don't think a passion and, a, and whatever is enough. Anyway, you've got to be aggressive and, and whatnot. But um, What do you mean aggressive? Just in your business. It's uh, passion only goes so far. You can be the most passionate person on the planet, yep. but if you can't, if you can't hustle and do the hours and and make the calls and and write the emails and respond to the emails and do all these things, give me an example of Bennett's most aggressive in building FKN. Was there a moment where you've gone stood back and gone, "Jeez, did I just do that?" Yeah, I've been through maybe twelve different printers since I started my business. Right. Um, and that's all just come down to negotiations and whatnot that haven't worked out. And I'm pretty cut and dry with that side of my business. It, to me, 
you have a relationship with your suppliers and stuff like that, but I'm not friends with them. You know, mm-hmm. it's a business relationship. I don't care what they did on the weekend, really. I just want to know I can get the best price for my business. Again, that might sound ruthless or whatever, but I'm in it to make money. If you become too friendly, they can become complacent. There's all these things. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty fine to, to sack people on the spot. I've gone through a bunch of different accountants. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty cut and dry on that sort of aspect of things. Is it always best price or like? Quality, no, not at all. price, quality, turnaround, turnaround. Yeah, turnaround, time, product, quality. Yep. Uh, price is a factor. I know my price, um, and and it's and it's a reasonable price. I'm not breaking balls with with respect to those sorts of things. They have a business to run as well, but um, everyone comes out the gate promising you the world. Yes, we can deliver in this time. We can do these volumes. We're going to do this. We can do that. Um, how long they maintain that? I kind of give them, you know, a grace period, I suppose. And yep. if we keep it rocking, I mean, I've got some great supplies now. But as I said, it's taken me twelve printers to find this one. Um, you know, I'm on my fourth account, and I think in eighteen months. <laughs> ben, you, I want to talk about your Snapchat strategy in a minute because I yeah. haven't had that discussion on this show previously. However, before I do that, support for this show comes from 99designs, where dozens of designers compete to deliver a fast, affordable design you'll love. Speaking of love, their big cheese, Patrick Llewellyn, recently compared 99designs to a dating site. We really think of contests almost like the dating paradigm. You go to a nightclub, it's noisy, there's a lot of people to meet, you get to meet a lot of people, and if you're lucky, you know, at the end of that process, you might meet someone, right? And then you go on and and, and have dates. And so a contest is kind of like that paradigm. You put up your proposal, lots of designers submit their ideas, and then you start to whittle down to a few of the ones that really resonate with you. And then ultimately, you pick one of them. And once you've picked that one designer, the chances of you going on to work with that designer to get other things designed is actually very high. 99 Designs, where love is in the air. For a free $99 upgrade on your first design, visit 99designs.com forward slash Timbo. Get on Timbo's mailing list over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Support for this show comes from NetRegistry. Recently, I was Skyping it up with Verity Ma, their chief marketing officer, when the line deteriorated. She thought it may be because she had loads of browsers open, at which point I'm like, why so many browsers? Well, because websites appear differently on different browsers. So if I run multiple, then I can get a sense of how our websites are tracking across different browsers and customers' websites. Net Registry, where attention to detail rules. Visit netregistry.com.au forward slash Timbo for a website that works on, well, all browsers. You live... FKN lives in a very fragile industry, fashion. Uh, something can go on the nose. A brand can go on the nose very quickly. You look at the likes of, you know, a Nike, a Reebok, an Adidas, and I know you're not in that. I know you wouldn't compare yourself to them. But FKN, you know, it could go off the nose really quickly for no real reason. Fashion's Mm. weird, you know. So do you give much thought to that and how do you manage the brand? I don't think about that at all. I just try and um, pump out the best content I can and the best products that I can. I don't, I don't really spend too much time looking at you know what's current in fashion. My line again is my line. Um, it's like an Armani suit. You're buying an Armani, Armani suit. It doesn't really matter what's in fashion at the time. You know, blue suits might be in fashion. Armani makes black, but I wear Armani, so who gives mm-hmm. it? You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. 
uh, with FK and Gymware, which I just try and keep a constant sort of thing going for my people, keep them entertained and and inspired, I suppose, uh, okay. through my through my marketing. And, so how do you um, do that? Yeah, keep them. You, you talk about uh, keep on creating great t- content, keep them inspired, keep them entertained. So uh, on the assumption that the quality of your product is red hot and it's just you know people love it, how do you do that other bit? What are you doing? That's the part that's hard to explain. I think just I'm pretty. I'm, I'm a creative person. I need that outlet. You know, I feel fantastic after I've done a, a great creative piece or uh, written a great blog post or mm-hmm. pretty much any blog post. They're all great. But, you know, like that to me is uh, like a, a massive sigh of relief. Like that's my satisfaction. Um, and that, and I just kind of just, I don't know, I'm addicted to that feeling of... of okay. Um, I need to understand this a bit more. I need to help you understand it a bit more. So blogging is one thing uh, yes. for sure and I th- every business should have a blog. Uh, what are you doing out there? Do you sponsor events? Do you get involved in the community? Do you – Yes. What do you got? We Well, I have uh, – I just again, I don't – I've never really sponsored many events. Um, again, I kind of look back at that with stuff we had to do 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. It is, people will still argue it's great for branding and on all these things. You'll never sell product. You know, I don't do the expos and stuff, but I'll run a competition within the expo. So let's just say there's a fitness expo one. I'm not going to do a stand. I'm not dropping $100,000 um, mm-hmm. to not sell a t shirt, but, you know, people will see my logo everywhere. I'll have a competition online where if people wear my garments to that expo and get a picture there with someone or doing something, doesn't really matter provided they're in my garment at that expo. Yep. We'll give them a prize. Yeah, I like so that. So I'm being represented hardcore at these expos without paying a cent. Is that a Facebook competition? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. I sort of drop it everywhere through my um, my newsletter as well. I've got a really good um, uh, newsletter audience. So those competitions, again, I haven't had that chat either on the show. So uh, running a competition on any of those social media platforms, is it as simple as saying, hey, listen, if you're going to the uh, the Six Abs Expo next weekend and you wear an FKN T-shirt and you take a photo of yourself with it on at the Expo and if you post it on Facebook or Insta or wherever, you'll get a prize? They could get a prize. They could get a prize. Is that the, is that the gist? Pretty much. Yeah, right. Okay. It's not that tough. I think – I don't even know why more people don't do it. No, neither do I. Either do I. I think maybe because they kind of think it's tough, you know. Um, I don't think it's tough. They're doing all the work. Your fans are doing all the work for what's you. What's the most remarkable piece of marketing you've done? Um, well, I've had several different versions of remarkable. I've had the most <laughs> controversial, the funniest. I've had yeah, it can be controversial. Love controversial. Controversy. This was a good one. There's a um, – Involved nudity? No, unfortunately. Mm. Oh, I've had those. Okay. Well, let's talk so I, nudity. I, I, constant, I constantly get what does – I don't know if this is soft porn or gym wear. That's like a pretty common thing. <laughs> well, I can understand that because I still have your website open in front of me and I'm a little bit distracted. So uh, give me the – My whole feeling with that, and it's yeah. pretty straight up, is we all go to the gym to look good naked Correct. at the end of the day. I'm just – I'm showing the results. I Correct. don't necessarily need to teach anyone how to do a bench press. There's a million – videos on the internet on how to do a bench press. I'm not I'm here to you. teach you to do it, but I'm here to show you that wearing my clothes while doing that bench press, you're going to look like this. Yeah, yeah, which you may or may not. So give me controversial and give me nudity, the two most remarkable bits of marketing you've done. Uh, with controversial, there's a thing, you know, I think they call it I-F-Y-I-M. If it fits your macros, it's a, it's a dieting uh, or meal plan strategy where you count the macronutrients of every exactly i went out there and basically said this macros thing is just an excuse to eat cake 
because cake fits in there. They're like, well, there's this many macros in cake, so yeah, I right. can eat cake and beans. And, I'm, and, and I just went off and said, that's all it is. It's Stir an in the pot. cake. And I ended up getting, yeah, just attacked. I had ambassadors leave my brand. I had wow. the guy who invented this whole thing coming and posting and arguing with me about it. I'm just sitting back laughing. I thought, you people are just way too sensitive. Yeah. But, uh, well, there's that. I got sued by Nike as yeah. well. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, for good reason? Uh, yes. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm allowed to really speak about it. But right. uh, <laughs> no, that was uh, that was a, that was a thing, I suppose. It's funny. I've spoken to PR companies since, and they all pretty much said, you know, we really should have done something with this. You know, small. Well, what'd you do? Oh, we printed a shirt that had a likeness to one of their logos. Right. And um, it was it was different enough. We could have probably made a case. Um, you know, like there are, you are allowed to, you know, manipulate things and, and do whatever. But, you know, on advice, we were sort of like, you know what, it's pretty close. But we still negotiated a, a better thing, but um, that was pretty fun. That was controversial and expensive. I've always thought if my name was Mike, I'd get a T-shirt printed and just remove the N and put an N on it and have the yeah. tick. And, yeah, that's dad. That's my dad oh, no. joke kind of coming through. But <laughs> No, they've know. got a whole team of people looking for those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So... Now, you are nailing, you've got a Snapchat marketing strategy. So I, I, I need to take a step back because us old blokes, mm. uh, mind you, I've got three teenagers who are on who are constantly on Snapchat. Explain how it works and then what you're doing on it. Um, well, it, Snapchat has, a, I think, a reputation for just sharing dirty pics. Yep. And I'm sure people still do a lot of it. Now with business... But how's it work? You, you you send a pic to someone and they open it and then it disappears, yeah? Yes. I think you can see it two or three times during the day. There's a, there's a feature on there called My Story and what it is, it's a timeline of 24 hours. So you can post a picture. People add you mm. and then they get a notification that, um, you know, you've put up a, yeah. an image or whatever or a video and they receive a notification. And essentially for 24 hours, you've got this continuous story and then it's so gone. I'll, I'll snapchat up something i'm at the gym at 6 a.m we're doing it we're at the gym throwing a cap i'm doing this we've got a competition dropping tonight i do a lot of my behind the scenes stuff i use it for behind the scenes i find with snapchat you can drop three four five six images a day provided you know because you can adjust the time you don't drop them all at 10 second views some of mm-hmm. them are rubbish you know his three seconds isn't you know these shirts have arrived bang it's stuff you wouldn't necessarily put on um, Facebook or mm-hmm. Instagram or whatever. Uh, so it's all that behind-the-scenes stuff, you know. These towels have just come back in stock. Yeah, right. You make your image, it's up there for three seconds. You don't, you know, that's but it. Behind-the-scenes is a great strategy. I think a lot of businesses put enough weight on behind-the-scenes. We kind of take for granted no. what goes on in our business. But it's actually, it's full of voyeurism and curiosity. Voyeurism. Exactly. Everyone, as I was saying before about there's a million videos on how to do a bench press, there's a million pretty girls on the internet, there's a million muscly guys on the internet, there's a million things Mm. like that. There's not a million, you know, well, that's it. It's connecting with the brand. And that's that's what people love. When they have that engagement and they feel like, and I ask a lot of questions as well through Snapchat. I do it with my other channels as well, but Mm. I'll ask them, what do you guys think of this? What color is that? How many of these? Once they're engaged with the, the content or the brand, you know, then they're they feel a part of it, and, and I think they're somewhere in their head. There's an obligation to, to then you know, buy. So, so just to be clear, what you're Snapchatting is it's sort of like a day in the life. Yeah, yeah. 
I like that. And so, how are you, me- are you able to measure that? Is it just engagement? Is it- there's some? Um, well, you have. It tells you how many people have looked at it. There's mm-hmm. no likes. There's no, no anything like that. But it does actually mention how many people have viewed it, how many people have screenshot it. So I'll do actual discount codes where I encourage people to go to my Snapchat. And and the other reason I love Snapchat is not owned by Facebook. You know, Instagram's owned by Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook's obviously owned by Facebook. Um, it takes me away from relying on those guys. They can change. They change every every day. You go on there, it's a new new way to do things or whatever. Mm-hmm. So with um, Snapchat, you know, again, it's just keep, keeping your your um, your marketing, giving it another channel. Interesting. You know? Interesting. Haven't had that discussion before, Benny. What's next, mate? Uh, you you sound like you're a bloke who doesn't mind uh, taking a risk or two with your marketing, no. having some fun with it, uh, not overcomplicating it. Have you got a, sort of a big idea that maybe? It scares you a bit or you think, oh, you know, could I do that? Everything does. But the good thing about clothes is they don't go out of date. I could try something. It could be a complete flop. But if I just get 100 of them, I'm pretty sure there's 100 people in the world who are going to like this shirt. So I, I feel – I think the trick is knowing when to quit, knowing when to drop a garment. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So Your dog knowing- agrees with that as well, clearly. Yeah, I is, don't it, know. is that the ambassador of FKN or uh... that's Betty and the neighbours just walk past? Yes, <laughs> I love it. It's, uh, interesting, it's you say quiet. clothes never go out of fashion. I would have thought that's one of the first things that go out. No, of they fashion. don't go out of date. As in, uh, there's no use by date. Yeah, like, right. Uh, okay. Sell for twelve years, the shirt okay. still. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's not. Uh, I'm not making pies. Yeah. So, so with, with regards to taking risks, yeah, I do it all the time. I just brought out a new shirt that has a giant lightning bolt on the front with the concept that you wear this shirt. You feel like a superhero. And, um, you know, I just had that idea one morning, so I went for it. Yeah, right. See how they go. And the way I usually test these sorts of things is I put them on the website. I don't necessarily market it or launch it as such. And if they start to sell via the website without actually any promotion, just from my lurkers coming on there Mm. and and, and my regular customers coming on there and and buying it, I know I'm onto something. So then I'll figure out a really good launch strategy to to smash it out. that's the lean startup model. It's a really good model. And uh, even with, you know, when you post something on Facebook before you boost it, like if you post something on Facebook, it's no traction, then don't boost it because it's going to get no traction. But if you you post something and all of a sudden you've got got a whole lot of shares and comments and likes, you go, well, that's clearly hit a nerve, so I'll I'll put a... Put a yeah. bit of dough behind it. So I think that's just a, generally in marketing, we, we need, I think all of us need to have our radar on to be looking around at our businesses going, what's getting commented on? What's getting getting people talking and then do more of that? It's that 80-20 rule, you know, 80% of your income comes from 20% of your products. It's the same for me. I've got hero products where, you know, we just, that's what built the brand and that's what keeps it going. We test new stuff and they'll take over for some time and whatnot, but it inevitably all comes back to those products. So I'm constantly, at least once a week, you know, punching out the, the hero products, mm. even though they'll sell anyway. But to me, that's a better use of my time than trying to flog a dead horse and, you know, you know, taking up internet space and something that people just aren't obviously interested yeah. in seeing. Correct. Hey, Ben, uh, thanks for sharing, mate. Great story. Uh, it feels like you're at the start, uh, not nowhere near the end. And oh, no. I, I think... You know, I think your big turning point going forward is the return of the bum bag. So uh, we can only hope, mate. Maybe I'll bring it back. (laughs) Maybe you will. Send me one if you do. (laughs) Three. (laughs) One for your kids. Thanks, Benny. My pleasure, Tim. Thank you so much, mate. I really do appreciate it and, and good luck to everyone and thanks again. Oh, the old bum bag, hey? Any of you wear a bum bag? Is there a listener out there, male listener? I think it's okay on the ladies. It's on the blokes. I don't know. It's practical, the bum bag. 
I just don't know whether it's a great look. I digress. Do you enjoy that interview with Ben? Benny London, FKN, gymwear.com. Hit him up on Twitter, at FKN Gymwear. Tell him you heard him on the show. Tell him what you liked, didn't like, loved. Hey, I want to share my top three learnings thanks to the good folk at 99designs.com forward slash Timbo, $99 upgrade, off away you go, and netregistry.com.au forward slash Timbo. Everything you need to get your online marketing sorted. Righto, learning number one, what behind-the-scenes information could you share with your customers? Hey, I reckon it's great. People love to see behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm thinking, you know, if you're a vet, you could have pics of your patients in the waiting room. Everyone wants to see all the different dogs and cats and canaries and stuff that's lining up to get the chop. (laughs) If you're a plumber, what about a pic of a blocked toilet? Maybe not, maybe not a blocked toilet. Maybe a piping disaster. Or a lawyer. You could kind of take a photo of your wig cupboard. I don't know. Share behind the scenes. I'm liking that. Learning number two from a chat with Benny London of... FKN Gymwear, I just like saying that. Test a social media channel you've never considered. Maybe give Snapchat a go. I'm not the marketing guy who says, get on social social media. It's a game changer. It's the silver bullet. I don't think it is. But it might be worth giving a channel a go that you'd not considered previously. You know, it's fun to do new things. Learning number three, really listen to what your clients and prospects comment on in your business and do what? What did you say? Yeah, do more of it. That's right. If people are commenting positively, then that's a good thing. So you should be doing more of it. What was your biggest takeaway? Let me know. And what do you go to action more importantly? Just hit me up on Twitter. If the show notes are too hard, I hear it is for some of you because you're walking the dog. You can't do show notes. You're driving the car. You can't do show notes. Send me a quick tweet. Pull over. At Timbo Reed. Doc Searles of the Clue Train Manifesto once said, Companies need to lighten up and take themselves less seriously. Basically, they need to get a good sense of humour. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm off to Fiji shortly. I'm going to pack my bag, probably just a toothbrush and some deodorant, non-aerosol type, because I've... Fijian Customs, they always take stuff out of my toiletries bag, because I forget, you know, that 100 mil thing? Been there four times this year. Every time, I lose an expensive cosmetic. Anyway, plenty of marketing gold coming up in the coming weeks, months. I hope years... I think he is right now. That's how I'm feeling about the show. Hey, be sure to use n- news. No, not news. Use. Use net registry. If you need a website or if you need a website to get found. Oh, I'm not making sense. I'm not even going to edit that. I'm just going to go with it. You'll get an exclusive listener package over at netregistry.com.au forward slash Timbo, including that $79 a month do-it-for-me website package, which I think is a ripper. Hey, and if you need something designed, anything, book cover, brochure, logo, car wrap, head over to 99designs.com forward slash Timbo and you'll get a free $99 upgrade. Got to love that. And audio production for this show is done by the world's best audio guy, Daryl Sonic Hedgehog Bisson. 
That was an audio reference in case you're wondering, listeners. And the music bed created by Mr. Organ himself, Mr. Lockie Dolly. That sounds very wrong, Mr. Organ. Hey, if you need a speaker for an upcoming event, I'm all yours. Timreed.com.au is where you'll find what I do on stage. And if you want to surround yourself with other motivated business owners, then join the forum over at crankmymarketing.com. I'm in there every day. Hey, until next week, I'm Timbo Reed. Have a great week. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now.